Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And one of these days, Chelsea will actually get to host the show and not just me talking all the time. But I know you guys love my voice. So. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a reason behind this. I messed up our schedule for this week. So this is where we are. Yes, I, I was ready to host. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. I took away I took away Chelsea's dream of hosting. Um, but anyway, so on this week's episode, um, we're going to actually just be discussing One Ho's uh, pre-release single, Losing You. Um, this episode's going to be a little bit shorter. Well, we're saying it's going to be shorter, but I talk too much, and <laughs> we know how that goes. Um, but we honestly wanted to, like, I asked this, I asked Chelsea yesterday if we could do this. Yeah, we had we had an episode planned for this week. And then Katie was having a crazy week. We were going to possibly even just scrap the week altogether. But then this came out and we just really wanted to talk about it. And so we figured, no, we definitely got to do this. We got to talk about this. It's important. So yes. here we are. Exactly. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, one of those uh, pre-release single, Losing You, because he honestly deserves a little bit of the spotlight. He deserves a lot of the spotlight, let's yes. be honest here. Like, a really, really big one. Um, so, yeah. And I wrote these notes, like, ten minutes ago, which is why I'm hosting. Because Chelsea probably hasn't even read them. So, this is I, how it's going. I read some things. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here. I'm just saying that's why I'm hosting instead of you hosting. But yes. you'll be hosting next week. It'll be fine. Yes. Um. So, Yeah. Chelsea, what have you been doing this week in K-pop? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I finished Mr. Sunshine, which was devastating. I cried so hard. Literally, like, full-on had to, like, recover afterwards, blow my nose, everything. I cried all the tears. Um, So to offset that, I wanted to watch something very, like, light and fluffy and happy and so therefore i'm now re-watching what's wrong with secretary kim because yes uh because it's all good um and then other than doing that i've just kind of been uh catching up with everything that's been coming out as well as listening to a lot of old stuff and Someone who I watch on YouTube, they're called What You Gotta Say. I've sent you some of their videos. Uh, they react to BTS videos strictly. I subscribed to their Patreon this week because they posted a full like reaction video to RM's mono. And I was dying to know their reaction because one of the guys specifically like like biases RM. And so mm -hmm. it was just cool to watch his like genuine first reaction to mono. Um, and not a lot of people do reactions to mono. So I was really interested. So I just did like the like $5 Patreon thing, but they're really good guys and they're super worth it. So I'm super excited. Um, it's good to support, you know, uh, what is it? Like creative people. <laughs> And also, yesterday when we talked about changing this episode, Katie and I were reunited after two years of being apart. 
<laughs> so we socially distanced, like hung out. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, and it was weird. Like it was the longest we had been apart. And yeah. it, was, it was weird seeing each other in person, but it was good. It was it was weird because it's it's been two years. Like I see you every week, obviously. Yeah. Um, f- because of the podcast and we video chat, and then I talk to you like every day. Yeah. So it's not like I haven't talked to you. It's more that like we haven't seen each other since October of 2018 when I was in Ireland, and then when we went to Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that was it. It was the exactly. last time we saw each other, and it feels weird. Like, when I saw you, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole night, Katie just was like, this is weird. You're weird. <laughs> no, but it was fun. Um, we obviously, like, caught up like we usually do. We, we chat. I mean, obviously, like, we talk all the time. So, for us, talking is normal. Um, it's just weird, like being outdoors at this time of everything so that was mainly the weirdness obviously Mm -hmm. um but you had collected like a lot of k-pop stuff for me over the past two years and so i got to get all of those nice goodies and i got you coffee from my work and Mm -hmm. it was fun i had a lot of fun and we had good pizza so anyway katie what have you been doing um besides hanging out with you yesterday it was really funny because i noticed like you know when you and i were like sitting on the bench talking we had like our masks on Mm -hmm. and we were like sitting on opposite sides of the bench and like people would come up and like walk by and would just stare at us and we're like why is it weird like why are you looking at us weird i know we're just trying to enjoy sunshine and well it's company yeah like that's kind of how we have to socialize now. We have to socialize outside, kind of apart with masks on. I mean, I don't know. Some people definitely, when we were out, were, were not. So, Truth. Sadly, we're the weird ones. I don't know how don't that know. worked out, but. I don't know. Um, let's see. My AT's albums have all arrived. I accidentally bought the same album twice. I didn't intend to do that. I was actually like being good this time and wouldn't have like a bunch of extra ATs albums, <laughs> yeah. but it didn't work out that Oops. way. Well, when I bought the one, I bought one album with the, you know, snowball chance in hell of trying to win the fan meet, right? With ATs, which I didn't win. Um, I it was a random version, so I just guessed on which one, and I ordered it from someone else. And turns out that the one that they sent me was the one that I also ordered, so yeah. I had to obviously buy the one I didn't have. So yeah, it's okay though. Um, the one that I uh, extra one that I bought ended up having the Wu Young photo card that I wanted, so Ooh, it was it, actually fun. it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, so I have all of my. AT's albums now. Um, I decided to finally purchase the BTS Memories 2018 DVD thing. Mm-hmm. And you want to guess who my photo card was? Oh, no, you told me. Didn't you tell me? No, no I don't think no, I told you. Was, oh, no, not for this one. Was it RM? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Because you always pull RM. I opened it and I was like, oh, of course it's him. He's in a suit wearing glasses. Ooh, ple- in a suit with glasses? Yeah. Literally peak my bias? Okay. 
I'll send you a photo of him. Please, he looks really do. good. Please he looks do. really good. Um, it was amazing. I'm excited to watch like all the DVDs and stuff that go with it. All the pictures were really, really great. And the first like see-through photo on the front, which mm-hmm. I guess those are randomized. It was gin. So I was like, Aww. this one was made for me. Yes. That's awesome. Um, I also, I bought a ticket to watch the 17 carat fan meet that's happening at the end of the month. Nice. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I love Seventeen. They were the only other group I got to see live this year before yeah. we went into Twice, no right? concerts. Yeah, I saw them two times. Yeah, mm-hmm. about a week apart. <laughs> yes, saw them in L.A. and then I took my um, what my really close friend and um, my other like his girlfriend, who's also my friend. I took them to their very first K-pop concert, which was also Seventeen, and they loved it. They're also giant k-pop fans now mm-hmm. um erwin bias is hoshi he's, he's a hoshi bias i've talked about this before yes um anyways i also renewed my bts fan club membership and i did not do the merch bundle one that was 160 dollars. <laughs> yeah i thought about it like, for a hot second, I thought about it. I was like, I could get this. I could get all the merch. Because they're doing four merch boxes, like, specialized merch boxes a year. Okay. So you would get four of them. And they come with, like... Like, the first box is coming with, like, a BTS blanket and stuff. Like, it was really, like, good stuff. So I'm a little, like, oh, I can't believe I didn't do it. But I'll live. Yes, this is true. Also, it's not like, though you don't have to, the box is included in the price of the membership, right? Plus you get access to other specialized, like other merchandise first mm-hmm. or specialized merchandise just for that level. Um, but you have to pay for shipping on the boxes. So, so it's do like, they charge you like four times a year for the shipping? Yeah. You would have to pay four different times for the shipping. So it's really mm. actually not $160. It's more than that. It's probably like 160 and then like 120 just for the shipping, right? Maybe. I'm not sure if like... Because you could actually purchase your membership on either the US store, the global store, or the Japanese store, I think. Because oh, they have the three okay. different options now uh-huh. on the Weaver shop. So I think if you purchase your membership through the US store... Because I bought mine through the US store so and i also bought the membership the new membership kit that looks amazing and that was um the kit was like 15 dollars. the membership was 22 the kit was 15 and then the shipping on it was like 14.99 so it was like the same price but it also wasn't like when you buy stuff from the global store where you're like oh i want to buy this thing that's ten dollars but your shipping is 20 yeah i was gonna say because i i thought the membership was like 30 and then the shipping was 30 so it's like in total 60 so it was for it's the original so i got to renew mine so my price was different okay so i was renewing mine whereas like if you're purchasing your fan club membership for the first time i think it's 30 okay that makes sense and i think the membership kit is more like, because I could add one. it. Yeah, I could add mine on. I didn't have to buy it. Yeah. But it, it looks really cool and it comes with a book light. And so I want it. Nice. <laughs> but also, like, 
I'm honestly, I'm also honestly surprised I didn't buy the 160 one. I thought about it so hard. It was like me going back and forth about buying the BTS Samsung phone. Yes, I, know. I was like, I don't need it. I need it, but I don't. Anyways, moving on. Um, I'm super obsessed with <laughs> with Sungwoo's album Fame. Yeah, it's everything. I've listened to it so many times. I've watched all of his live performances and all of the videos that he's released and stuff. Like he is out there killing it. My albums arrive tomorrow. Ooh, like I'm Monday so tomorrow. And it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Um, and then I also started a new K-drama because I'm not watching four already. Yeah. Um, I'm, I started watching It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And I love it. I'm like, on a, I'm on episode 10 and I started it Saturday night. <laughs> nice. This is what I do. Not Saturday night, Friday night. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's, I'm done at stuff and I listen to music and that's all I got for you. <laughs> um, so this week in K-pop, uh, real quick, 17, obviously, like I, I mentioned that I bought a ticket. They announced their fourth fan meet on, uh, online concert. So, uh, ticket sales for people that are not fan club members can buy their tickets on the Weaver shop. Um, if you are a fan club member, you buy it somewhere else. Okay. There's, like, info in places. Yeah. And then the Army Global Fan Club membership is renewal is available because I bought it. I already said all that. Anyways, bigger BTS-related announcements were made because Big Hit did their corporate meeting that they live-streamed. And a new BTS album is expected in the fourth quarter of this year. So that's, like, the latter half of the year. So... Mm -hmm. Going into the fall, it'll probably be like November, December time, most likely. That's yeah. around like uh, mid to end of fourth quarter. And also they announced Map of the Soul 1, which is going to be an online and limited offline concert on October 10th and 11th. They haven't announced any additional information beyond that, but I have heard rumors that there's a possibility that they might just cancel the Map of the Soul 7 tour, which we all had, like, tickets to and stuff, mm -hmm. um, which got postponed. I'm, And then they might do a tour based off of the new album. Yeah. Um, This is what I heard. I don't know if this is true or not. Um, I'm What I'm really hoping for is if they do decide to go that route, that the tickets that we purchased for Map of the Soul 7 can just be transferred over to the new concert because I don't want to go through the trauma of having to buy a ticket again. Like, I know, I don't, especially I don't when we didn't get it. to use it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe we'll hear more information the further we go on because very shortly we're getting Dynamite, which is coming out like next week. Next week, yeah. Good, good gracious. Next week. Um, I'm not ready. No. Anyways. Um, also next week is One Us's comeback. Lived is finally coming out. Like, we've been anticipating this for so long. All the comeback trailers have been amazing. It's The title song is To Be or Not To Be. Like, if you have not, if you are sleeping on One Us, what are you doing? Please go watch Come Back Home and get hyped for this comeback because, my God, they're, like, taking everything to the next level. Road to Kingdom, like was just they next level the up, man they oh stepped the hell up <laughs> i'm so proud of them like i cannot wait for this album to be out same like it's legitimately one of the most anticipated albums that i've been waiting for same 100 percent. I, I can't wait um 
Island, the reality, the survival reality show that Big Hit is putting on, is moved into its second part. So they did uh, narrow down um, the members that they're looking for, the, the people in the competition. I think they're down to 12 now. I haven't been paying attention, which is really bad. I wanted to watch this show, but I'm going to. It's on Vicky. It's on the Vicky app, so I'm going to watch it. I think I'm going to, like, binge watch it. Same. Yeah. Um, BTS was on the last episode, which apparently... I s- there was a part I saw a clip from where BTS was standing in this part and Jin was like, isn't this area just for celebrities? I swear to God, BTS doesn't know they're BTS. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they were they were just going around like ev- like everyone kept saying like oh they're gonna be so intimidating and then they're just like running around like it was a playground like JK was taking the food they were like dancing in the studio they were like whoa look at this this is cool hey is this a toothbrush like everyone like what are what were they doing BTS isn't forgets their BTS all the time but anyways <laughs> Island has been doing really well and like people have been talking about it a lot so nice. I'm excited to see what who makes it into the group at the end and then what happens with the rest of the trainees yeah for hopefully sure. they move on to be able to debut too at some point um day six day six even of day the book of us i think it's i googled it and it it the pronunciation the american pronunciation is gluon okay so hopefully that's right yeah (laughs) if there's like like, you know yeah sorry i don't know it could be different who knows i have no idea (laughs) um is this a subunit of day six that's coming out with an ep P or a song i want to say it's an ep maybe i I think so i'm not okay i just i'm full of no information today but it's young k one pill and and doon if you go on their uh instagram not their instagram also their instagram is probably on there too but on their twitter account you can look at the schedule um it's they've released two videos so far in the schedule so you can check those out it looks really cool it's gonna be amazing i'm super Mm -hmm. excited for it um yeah anything day six i'm excited for um also speaking of things that got released super m dropped 100 which is their pre-release single that dropped the exact same time exact same day as one o's losing you um I made the mistake of watch i mean i don't know if it's a mistake or not but i watched one o first and i was a crying mess and then tried to watch super m's 100 and it's like polar opposite videos and to be fair i did the opposite and it still wasn't easy it it was it was like whiplash because like super m it was so hype mm-hmm. and then you and then you go over to like one ho and you're like sobbing and i was like i don't know what to do with myself i'm hyped but also sad yes <laughs> like- but also proud and happy at the but same also, time yeah exactly I had to go to sleep after that. I couldn't function. Yeah. Um. And then by the time this episode comes out, Itzy's comeback will have dropped, which so we're very excited. excited for. It's not shy, and it's going to be amazing. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I said this was going to be a quick episode. I lied to everyone. <laughs> we're always lying about that. I feel like I feel it. I think the only show that actually sticks to its time that I'm on is, uh, Disney Forever. And that it's makes only because of Void. Yeah, honestly. I was going to say, Void's better about keep, keeping track of everything. Yeah, not me. 
Anyways, so as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to spend some time talking about one of first solo single, Losing You, which was released on August 13th at 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific. It was real. It was like that. It's the next day. So it was the 14th at noon. Time conversion. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it was the next. It was the 14th in Korea, but it was yeah. the 13th for us. Yes. So this is his first single off of his upcoming debut mini album called Love Synonym, which will be released on uh, September 4th with the title song Right For Me. So they did this as like a pre-release single. It was more like a pre-cry fest before the full body sobbing for the album. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I wish I was kidding. kidding. Are you kidding? kidding. (laughs) So the main reason we wanted to spend some time talking about about Wano and his new song is because of how important this moment like truly is and how incredibly meaningful this song is. Um I do really like I'm gonna give some background. Like I didn't want to dive too deep on what happened last year, but at this point I'm pretty sure everybody knows is aware that Mo- that Wano left Monster X in October of twenty nineteen due so- due to some alleg- allegations that were brought up against him. He left the group because he didn't want what was happening with him to ruin everything that Monster X had worked for, um, worked so hard to create, and he didn't want to hurt his members and the Mom BBs. He's said that multiple times in different interviews, and he even said that a lot recently because his relationship with, with Monster X has not changed. Yeah. And he is able to openly talk about it now, which I really, really like. He talked about it a lot in, in a bunch of the interviews that he did after his song came out. Yes. Um, so even though Wano left the group, Mom BBs around the world fought super hard every day for months to get their voice heard and to make the world aware of how unfair the entire situation was. They raised money for billboards in Times Square in different areas in South Korea. They did it in cities around the world. They trended hashtags every single day for months. Yeah. Like, Mom BBs are, they're kind of a quiet fandom until you make them mad. Mm-hmm. And this was something that made us angry. This was like it, a movement. It was a movement, and it and it was really really important. And and other fandoms joined in in helping spread the word. There were people outside of of Starship Entertainment for weeks, like protesting out there. They were protesting online. Like it was a collaborative movement yep. for K-pop for sure. And finally, in twenty in early 2020, it was announced that Wano was cleared of all allegations after the investigation, lawyers, all of that stuff. And his, but his return to Monster X was unknown. Like we didn't know if he was going to get it or not. And then in April, I think it was April. It could have been March. Um, it was announced that Wano would continue on as a solo artist under Highline Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of Starship Entertainment. So he was not going to rejoin Monster X. But, like, obviously, like, the outcome that we wanted was for him to join the group again. But at this point, like, we were going to support whatever decision that he made, whether it was to not make music, whether it was to continue making music as a solo artist. And that's what he decided to do because he wanted to keep making music. And this was how he was going to be able to do that. So he now has a V Live 
channel. He has a fanship on there that I think their membership is closed already. Um, so you can join it the next time it becomes available. Totally joined immediately. <laughs> yes. Did I purchase that fan kit? I did. I can't wait to get the welcome kit. Oh, it's going to be so good. Nice. Um, he has a fan cafe and then social media and his debut is like weeks away. Mm-hmm. So like we're weeks away from his debut as a solo artist. And honestly, we couldn't be prouder of him. Yeah. He's worked so hard to reach this moment and he has received so much love and support from everyone, including us. Yes. Um, and that's why we're here. So I remember him going live for the very first time and he was so nervous. Yeah. Like he oh, didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what was going to happen. And when he went live to announce the fandom name, like, which is Winnie, W-E-N-E-E, um, he was going to like his hands were shaking when he was trying to light the candle on the cake because it was our our birthday. Yeah. Um, it was the most precious thing. He's like literally the most precious person on the planet. Like I can't talk about how much I love like one o. Yes. But we're going to anyways. So losing you, music video and song was released on August thirteenth, fourteenth, depending on where you were in the world. The song is in English. So it was really funny because when the song went to start, I clicked on it and I was like, oh, dang, no English subtitles. And I was like, oh, dang, don't need them. Yes. I, the more the song went on, the more I was like, wait, wait a minute. I can understand this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, could you really understand through all the tears? I was sobbing oh, so well, hard. True. True. Um, it was unexpected, but it makes sense if you like read any of the... Um, interviews that he did around the Mm -hmm. song that were released like right after the song dropped um i'm gonna like paraphrase there were so many interviews i'm gonna paraphrase them like all together so basically he said um that he wanted to very clearly communicate with his fans exactly how he felt about all the love and support he got during his hiatus yeah like he wanted to be very clear and A lot of the support that he received, like, the biggest part of the movement was coming from his international fans. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the relentlessness behind the movement. A lot of it was happening internationally. I mean, obviously, it was also happening in Korea and, um, and, uh, like, so many different places. But it was happening internationally. And he wanted to give a song make a song that expressed exactly how he felt and he felt that english was the best way to clearly communicate what he wanted to say and in the interview in some of the interviews they asked him like why because he worked really hard on learning english like his english is really great yeah um and they asked him like why have you been working so hard to like learn English and like why did you want to put this song in English and all that and he said that during his hiatus he received a lot of like letters from fans and he wanted to be able to read them so sweet and communicate with everyone be able to communicate in different languages to everyone that supported him so in Korean and in English Um, and he's probably learning other languages too if he can I'm Um, sure but yeah, that's why. 
Um, from what I understand from his interviews. And I like every interview that I read, I just started crying again. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So let's talk about the song. I'm already just sobbing thinking about it. Like I want to <laughs> cry already. <laughs> Don't sob. I can't. Um, I have to say, like, for me, I think the nicest thing about this was hearing his voice completely clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously, like, with a group, unless they do a solo song or they do, like, a very, you know, specific section or big, you know, section, it's hard to sometimes know, like, their full range. With this, you got to, like, 100% hear Wonho as a singer on his own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And his voice was beautiful. His pronunciation was fantastic. And we kind of got to get, like, what kind of vibe that he's going to give us as a solo artist. He said that he wanted to be able to show all of his colors. Yeah. Which he's never really been able to do before. And this is his, this album, this part, it's like just called, it's part one. So we could get another part almost immediately after this one. Mm-hmm. Um. He wanted to very clearly show his colors and like, I don't know how to think about that because like, (laughs) man has so much to give and he keeps, every time he tweets something or answers a question or does something, I'm like, how is it possible that you exist? Because he's just, he's so, I don't know, he's just so kind and thoughtful and just like absolutely genuine Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm obsessed with his instagram captions because they're always just like it's all it's almost like your boyfriend messaging you yes he's like hey how are you do you want to come to the gym with me like i love you and i'm like stop it (laughs) same um so in the song, he says, uh, losing me is better than losing you. And from a lot of the things that I've been reading from Winnie, from Mom BBs, from all the people that like watched it and listened to the song, they're thinking that this was sort of his way of explaining like why he left Monstax. Yeah. And maybe because- why he didn't rejoin. Yes, because he felt that like losing him was better than losing all of them because he didn't want to be the reason that you know his fans and the fans of the group lost the whole group so he left and um the different lyrics where he's like where he says i would go to war for you i would raise an army to protect you i would die for you i feel like that's his way of in reverse like everything that we did yeah, that the like the whole fandom did. Like you like you the people who reached out to me during this time, like you that supported me. Everyone that like gave me love and support, like I would I would die for you. You know, I would walk through fire for you. I mean, like, you know, everything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's just kind of conveying like it's like a it's like a thank you letter. In a way, like an explanation thank you letter of just being like, thank you so much. It's 
like it was hard not to get emotional because like the opening scene of the the music video was legitimately him crying. I was going to say the first like few seconds tear falling down his face and I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay. <laughs> I was immediately sobbing and it got worse. Like, I started crying more as the song went on, right? And there's a part where he's sitting, like, really sad in a shower. Yeah. And people um, people who were talking on Twitter and then comments on the videos and stuff, they were saying, like, uh, it that's something common that people do, right? Like, they cry in the shower to try to, like, mm-hmm. feel something. Yeah. And... I was it's like, a safe space. It is a safe space. And I was like, this is making things so much worse. <laughs> like, the more you read about it, you're just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. It was, I also just, like, really loved the black and white. Oh, God, yeah. And he looked really good. And, like, it just felt very raw and honest. I He want, I he said he worked super hard. Like, he did with the producers and everyone. They worked super hard on making this exactly the way he saw it in his head. Because um, mm-hmm. he just, he had so much to say, and he tried to put all of that into less than three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I can't. Because <laughs> I think, in a way, like, what it really is all about is the fact that he... He didn't really say much, right, while he... He didn't say anything while he was on hiatus, like, while the investigation was going on. Mm -hmm. But that didn't mean that he didn't see us. Like, didn't see everything that was happening, right? And so, when he says armies, like, when he says... um, Not armies, but, like, when he says the words, like, I would go to war for you, build an army if you need me to, because losing me is better than losing you... Uh, don't you know I would die for you if I knew that you would make it through? Because that's legitimately what the fans were doing. Like, they raised an army to fight mm-hmm. to get their voices heard so that people would know, like, no, this is ridiculous. Like, these allegations are false. Like, this is crazy what's going on. People need to listen to this. And, exactly. like, it's him being like, I saw everything that you guys did. I saw the billboards. I saw the t- the hashtags. I saw everything. Yep. And it makes you want to cry. <laughs> well, and didn't we we talk about off pod about how a second chance like this for an artist is extremely rare? I I would say that. I mean, we haven't been in K-pop for a long time, but like from what I've seen, second chances are kind of rare mm-hmm. in in K-pop. I mean, they're... I mean, not that he did anything, mm-hmm. but, like, even just, like, having this sort of, like, scandal, even though, like I said, you know, nothing, nothing happened, I feel like things definitely get tainted very easily. Yeah. And support goes, I don't know, it's very, it like can go very quick sometimes. We've seen it with examples of things that I'm not going to name because I'm not going to like start a controversy here. But um, 
I think that's a lot of that is changing though now, especially the more that more international K-pop is getting. I think a lot of attitudes towards certain things are changing to where things can't just be broken so easily. Exactly. Which, which is which is good for a lot of things. Yeah. Like he didn't do anything wrong. So why why would he not have this opportunity? And that's why it's such a big deal mm-hmm. that one that he like made the decision to keep going as a solo artist. And then the amount of support behind him is just like it's everything that he deserves is what it really is. Yeah, because um, he's he's talented, he's you know, genuine, he's a good person. And so he deserves this comeback. He does. He does so much. I could cry right now. I swear <laughs> to God. Um let me think. I'm looking at I'm looking at his song lyrics right now. Um I will say that like at the end, the end of the music yes. video, I like needed a minute after. Like after yeah. it was over, I was full sobbing by mm-hmm. like the end. Like I was inconsolable. I was I was obviously like getting the idea of what the theme of the song was already, but as soon as I saw that again, like like you, I lost it. Because it wasn't it wasn't like this vague like, oh, you can kind of interpret it any way you want. It was like, no, this this is the message. Here is like a flashing neon sign of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. At the end of the music video, it's him standing in a dark room with all of these flashlights that are moving or they could be they could be light sticks, depending yeah. on what you think. That's kind of what um, I was thinking moving in different directions like they're looking for something like they're looking for someone or something mm-hmm. and all of them sort of point towards the center where he's standing yeah and my interpretation of that is that throughout this whole time we were sort of like wandering through the darkness like looking for each other right mm-hmm. looking for one oh he's looking for us and finally after all this time we find each other in the darkness yeah. Like, with, because, like, it's such a big deal, right? Like, the sea of light sticks, like, that is huge. And it, like, slowly lights up and gets brighter and brighter, like, while he's, like, they're all moving around. And then they finally find him. And it's, like, we're finally together. Like, we finally Mm -hmm. found each other after all this time. And... That's what he was, like, trying to say. Like, even though we went through all of these things, like, all of this hardship, like, here we are together. Finally, we found each other. And I was just, I couldn't take it after. I just was, like, full breakdown. I'm glad I was by myself. I swear to God. I was crying (laughs) so hard. Yeah. It was incredibly, incredibly emotional. And if this is only the beginning, like, I can't imagine. Like, I hope. I hope his, like, actual title track is just, like, a bop and we can recover. And <laughs> But at the same time, if it's also emotional, like, I'm so down for that as well. I'm down for literally anything that he wants to put out. He also helped write this song and compose it. Um, and I heard that there is also a song 
that he full wrote that's on the album too because he did write a lot of the songs for Monsta X too so Ooh. he did write this helped write this song and then he um wrote a whole song that is supposed to be on this album I'm already just like I'm not ready. I'm ready, yeah. but I'm not ready at the same time because it's going to be yeah. amazing. He did an incredible job. The video was simple yet super beautiful. And the message that he conveyed in that song was nothing but love and support and thank you for everything that he's received and giving out. And what made this like so much more emotional was the fact that he was like, live answering questions on Twitter, like right after the music video dropped and people were like telling him how proud they were of him and how much they love it. And he was saying things like, you know, I would die for you. And I'm like, can you not? And then he said stuff like, I love you too. I would go to the ends of the earth for you. And I'm just like, you're not helping me right now. What was, what was that one Twitter, uh, post that he did right after where someone was like oh okay i'm just gonna like cry all night now and he said something like flirty back like can i hold you while you cry yeah or something, something like that <laughs> and everyone's like stop flirting he said something like um i can hug you or hold you all night and i was like excuse me sir yeah <laughs> i don't need you flirting with us right now i'm gonna find that tweet i swear i'm gonna look for it i'm pretty sure it was also posted in our group chat so i you, did if that's but easier I, yeah but I like how much we talked since then. oh my god I'm so gonna like find it. he's so flirty and so sweet that's what i'm saying like i was like going through his instagram last night just reading all his captions because he's just so cute okay so here's a few of his tweet replies yes, yes. i found them Someone was like, uh, somebody tweeted, like, you're the man who deserves everything beautiful in this world. I could cry for hours in the presence of your voice. And then they like, I love you so much, blah, 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 like all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And he tweeted, I could sing for hours if you want. I love you. Okay. <laughs> and then someone tweeted in full caps, you have me crying for the whole night. And he t- quote tweeted, let me hug you for the whole night. Get away. I can't deal with him. And then someone said, I'm so proud of you. And he says, don't you know I would die for you? And I'm like, I would die for you. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. And he got interviewed by Rolling Stone, by Teen Vogue, which was like a super good interview. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is how you interview a K-pop person. Yes. This one, the Rolling Stone one was pretty good. Um, I read some other ones, but definitely read the Teen Vogue one. Oh my god, we'll post it's a link. Super good, it's super super good. Oh my god, somebody posted like stills from this, and I can't. He's also partially shirtless. In case you guys were wondering whether or not One O went shirtless in his video, of course he did. Of, of course, course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> He's worked okay. real hard on sculpting that body even more than Ooh. it was before. The man does not skip leg day, and I will not get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't think he knows how to skip leg day. I, it it is good. Uh, I am super excited to see him dance. <gasps> I'm you not ready. <laughs> like, I I want to just like, I want to see like a full like dance heavy 
MV. It's for gonna sure. happen. Oof. I'm not ready. <laughs> because this was a ballad and it was just like different scenes of oh, him yeah. in different places. I'm not ready to hear this live. He was trying super hard to go live on 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 instagram and it really wasn't working out real well for him he was trying so hard even like posted something in his fan cafe was like i'm trying so hard to go live because i want to spend time with you and we're like first of all oh my god you're so cute and second of all oh sweetie (laughs) eventually he figured it out on instagram because apparently i saw a clip of him singing the song oh yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like you can't just do that. You can't, you know. Um, but he did. I sent you something that he wrote on his fan cafe on the 14th yes. to like the day of the release. And I'm going to read the English translation that I got from 10 updates on Twitter. He said, I have been waiting too long. I am not going to do this or that. Winnie's hearts um, are immeasurable. I know that a long day was like a year, more than any time I've ever spent alone. I have seen Winnie's. I'm so sorry I couldn't hug you. Did you hear my letter? I'm sorry I didn't have the courage. I really, really want to stay with you for a long time. I love you. (laughs) So now he's writing poems? Like... How dare you? How dare you? I can't deal. I can't deal with him. But anyways, he's been sending tons of messages of love, and legitimately, like the man deserves the world. If you love Monster X and you love One Ho and you, for some reason, have not checked this out, please go check it out. And even if you've only like watched it once, please go watch it again. Give him all the support. Give him the views to show him how much we support him and love him. Everything. His video has been out for two days and it has 1.3 million views. So. Let's get that going. Get it going. Watch it. Love it. Stream it. React to it. I want to watch some of these reactions. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, yeah. Same. Just watch people sob. (laughs) I was full body sobbing by the end. Like, I can't even, like... You know I'm emotional. Other people have to know that I'm emotional. That I legitimately can cry at anything for any reason. Like if if like Jungkook could smile at me at something, not me personally, but at something, and I could cry. Like yeah, like I've been crying over everything. Every interview that he's done, every video he's made so far, anything he's talked about. I'm over here like crying in the corner. I'm I'm a mess. Of a person. I'm super emotional all the time. Yeah, some people just cry more. You are that person. Yes. I feel everything. Yes. Like, deep and personal. That's just who I am. So, I'm, like, legit. I already bought all of, like, there's three versions of his album coming out. I bought all three. Nice. I'm not ready. No. (laughs) Not at all. But I'm excited we're both excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to listen to the whole thing. And then we'll talk about it on the show. And we'll yes. be here day one for one solo K-pop artist. Yes. <sighs> okay. I'm done talking. <laughs> awesome. All right. That's it. 
This was not a short episode. It's short-ish. Anyhow. It's definitely shorter than our usual episodes, so. Which are an hour and a half. I can't believe you guys listen and to us talk this long. Yeah. Oh, real quick before we wrap this up. Let us know how you feel about this one ho comeback and debut and everything. You know, were, were you have you been there since day one? Have you been waiting for this as much as we have? You know, what are your thoughts on all of that? Please let us know. Yeah, definitely let us know. And Wano, if if you're listening to this, we're so proud of you. (laughs) And we can't wait to vote for you and stream your stuff. And you guys, it would be super sick if we could get Wano a music show win on his debut album. I'm just saying. The man will sob on that stage and we will sob from home. Yeah. While we mm-hmm. watch him sob on that stage. He deserves it. He deserves the world. He worked super hard to get to this point and we are couldn't be prouder of him. Yes. So with that, that's gonna wrap up this week's quick episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at loving K pop pod. Make sure you follow us over there because we post the stuff. And by the stuff, I mean K-pop things. Um, If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or a Discord server that we share with our podcasting network. Uh, Invite links for those will be included in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, basically every other podcast app and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek media network and don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers and until next time bye, bye. when toxic culture has you down when you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.